What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another business breakthrough. In this episode, I sit down with Austin with West Construction Company, and the question came up, I can't find good help. Well, my question to Austin was, is good help interested in working with you? And that was the wireframe of this business breakthrough. And I think you're really, really going to enjoy this. This is for everyone. Anyone who owns a business that wants good people to work for you, you're going to want to tune into this business breakthrough. So it starts now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. All right, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with Austin and Eric. Austin is the owner of West Building Co. in Portland, Oregon, right? Close, Washington. Close, Washington. <laughs> Thank I'm you for watching. Jump away. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I'm here with Eric. Eric, um, please tell us a little bit about what you do before we get started. Eric actually introduced me to Austin. Give Eric a minute to kind of give us an idea of what he does. He is the, uh, the CEO of Pathfinder Marketing. Um, Eric, just introduce yourself real quick and we'll jump in and start, uh, start working with, uh, with Austin. Yeah. Um, I mean, I own Pathfinder Marketing. We work with uh, contractors and remodeling companies specifically, um, helping them you know, bring in more jobs through advertising appointment setting processes, uh, the whole nine yards. We've been working with Austin for seven or eight months now, seeing some good success. And uh, we're at that point where we're looking to break through in some other areas. So wanted to Love connect it. with you so we could Love get some clarity. What I think is pretty cool is that you're you're that committed to the success of your clients to even bring them to me to get them even more coached. Like some people who work with clients and leads, uh, they kind of just sell them the leads and then that's it. So it's, it's cool to see that you're not only invested in just sending people leads and collecting a check. It seems like you're invested in a little bit more than that. Yeah. I mean, I used to, I used to set appointments for a remodeling company. And I won multiple awards there. So, I mean, I regularly do coaching calls with the appointment setting side of things. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't even have a sales problem. They have an appointment problem. That's it. I'm sure as you, yeah. sure as you know. Got to uh, get the appointment first before you can get the sale. Right. But, uh, but nice if it were the just, Yeah. Sometimes things are just out of my area. I've never hired a, a guy to help with my remodeling company. So yeah. I'm going to find those resources like you. And yeah. That's awesome. Why we're here. I love it, man. So awesome. We're here for you today. Um, let's just start with kind of what your business looks like and then we'll dive in. Usually I start these off with a pretty simple question. What's going really, really well and what's something that you wish was going a little bit better? Um, just, you know, broad from 30,000 feet. Uh, what's going really well is, you know, I mean, I don't, I'm not running into any ca like cash flow issues, um, cool. selling, selling and like marketing, you know, I got Eric for that. Um, so I mean, all that stuff is kind of pretty well, I got good streamlined, um, processes down for that uh, also with estimating as well um but i the i guess the the proverbial wall i've kind of hit here recently is just simply just trying to find good help um right. and, and 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 that's just really just the whole production aspect of my business and then that just that just reverts back to so the, who are you working with like i'm sorry let me kind of backtrack what like do you have any employees currently now or are you doing a lot of stuff yourself 
Uh, I have two guys right now. Two guys right now. And are these people uh, all-stars or are they individuals that are just filling spots for future all-stars? One guy's an all-star and another guy is filling spots. Filling a spot. Okay. So let me ask you this, and and I'm just going to kind of, you know, just dabble in here, just get as much information as possible. What's the ideal amount of, of workers for you? What's that number you need to hit to get, get this thing you know moving because here's my thing you do remodeling so you're essentially doing all sorts of different things um and we're going to talk about that um so really like some jobs may take one guy some jobs may take two guys what's what's the i what's the ideal amount for you um well kind of what i want what i guess i want like what what i want my company to kind of look like at least in the short term is just uh running running two crews at least so okay so two, crews of two at the very least right two yeah crews of oh two. yeah if not three if not three okay yeah. so obviously whenever we're hiring we got to have a, a, a mark to hit um i like to start off with saying that you should always treat anything in your business like it's a franchise right because the idea of a franchise is to say hey you know, I can package this up and give it to you. Right. But these things should have been ironed out when you started your business. Okay. We want to have two guys on one crew, two guys on another crew. And anytime you dipped below that par, you should have been moving on hiring. You shouldn't be sleeping until you get another individual in there. Right. And, and I'm sure that because you have worked with Eric in terms of allowing him to send you leads, you learned a little something, right? And I would say that, you know, if you can sum up what you learned about leads in just a sentence or two, what would you say that you learned about, about leads and, in and, and, and how it all works since, since buying leads and having to convert them into sales, what have you learned? Oh, uh, just the, the, the pure importance of an exclusive lead. Um, okay. when I, when I spoke with Eric before, um, I mean, I, I, I delved into home advisor a little bit, but um, okay. I'm not really set up for home advisor. It kind of essentially puts you in a bidding war and okay. I don't have estimators. I don't have sales guys. I don't have, um, I, I, I wear all those hats. And so, um, working with Eric, I just learned the importance of, um, uh, them only thinking about you instead of you being the 12th contractor to call them that day where <laughs> at that point they're, they're tired of talking to us. <laughs> gotcha. So what makes a lead draw to you exclusively? Okay. Because there's, you know, if you came to any, if you came to the house and you didn't do a good job, um, conveying why you were worth getting the job, they would find somebody else to get an estimate from. So there's something about you that's making them say, you know what, I don't need to get any other estimates. I'll go with you. What is that? Oh, that's a good question, actually. I mean, so I mean, my closing rate is at like 80 or 90%. I've actually tried to like price myself out of jobs sometimes instead of just okay. saying no. Um, I mean, I should really be more so around 30 or 40%. So I, I really don't know why. I mean, I, I know it's a pretty hot market around here. I think that has something Come to do on. with it. Awesome. <laughs> you don't, I don't need you to be modest, dude. All right. I need you to tell me the truth. <laughs> I mean, there's, you don't know why. There's a reason why. What are you doing at these estimates that are getting people to say yes to you? Is it the way that you convey yourself? Is it the way that you present yourself? Uh, I mean, because if, if anyone can just go in there and write a price, then I'm moving to your area tomorrow. <laughs> just come on up, dude. <laughs> if it's that easy right now, I'm coming. But I know that that's not the case because that, that's, that's a little far-fetched. What, what is the difference, man, really? Well, I, mean, so, I, mean, I guess my sales process, I mean, I don't really, um, I don't do any of like the cheesy kind of car salesman type sales tactic. Okay. I mean, I kind of get to know my clients on a little bit more of a personal level. Um, 
I mean, for instance, so you I mean, convey yourself as honest, convey yourself yeah. as the person that is knowledgeable, convey mm -hmm. yourself. Right. And that's how you win clients. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in the same way, wouldn't you assume that employees need to be won over in the same way? Quality employees. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Right. Because it's actually, you actually have to work a little harder for them, the good ones, because clients, you're only, they only buy you for, I don't know, a week, three weeks at the most small right. job for employees are buying into you for however long they stay. Right. Years, hopefully. right. Yeah. So yeah. you need to have some things in your, in your company that make them feel like the grass is greener. Sure. Right. Because sure. ultimately we're all competing for good clients to work for in the same breath as an employer. You're, you're competing for good employees to recruit. Yeah. Okay. Cause the good employees are already working for somebody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Chances are there, you know, there's a small window of opportunity for really good employees. They're either working for somebody and they have resentment and they want to find something better. So you need to be an upgrade. Okay. Yeah. That's number one. Um, number two, people that are moving into the area. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. And number yeah. three, uh, people that just took a hiatus that are really good employees and needed a break and want to get back to the to labor force. Right. Other than that, awareness goes up when somebody's just hanging out looking for a job. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So we got to know what we're looking for and we have to pretty much make the bed, you know, so to speak of, of when I attract somebody, are they going to come over here? So in the same breath, like in sales, you have these things that you have about your sales process, your business that are better than the competition. That's why people say, you know what? I don't need to go with anyone else. I like the way you do things, right. whether that's the way you present your proposal, whether it's the way that you are knowledgeable and, and showcase, you know, what needs to be done instead of like what you want to be done, you know, mm -hmm. um, all these different things. Right. But what is that for you in terms of recruiting people? What, what is better about going to, you know, West building company rather than anyone else? What would I, mean, that well, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess you just bring up an interesting point. I mean, there's a perspective that I guess I haven't really looked at it from. Um, I mean, I don't, I guess I don't provide benefits or I don't, I mean, I, I pay pretty competitively. Um, but uh, I mean, that's about it really. So let me ask you this, about. when you pay your guys, are you writing them a check every week? Yeah. Okay. So me, I'm a family man right? I take a lot of pride in, in my family as a family man, any, any you, I'm saying this lightly. I'm just generalizing here. Any good family man wants to get a nice place for their family to live. Maybe a nice car probably yeah. wants to, you know, advance in those areas that as a tradesman, it's very hard to advance in because of what you're doing right now by writing checks, mm -hmm. because guess what? You write checks all the time. They can't prove that income. Right. Not come, you know, they might be able to find a good loan officer that'll look at all the checks that they've been given and if they can work a deal with the loan officer, but it's getting right. more strict as time goes on. I used to actually be a loan officer, so I know the game and I'd yeah. run into people that worked for companies like what you're doing. And I'd say, unfortunately, this is sporadic pay. A loan officer's job is to identify predictability. Are mm -hmm. they getting a steady paycheck every single week? How do we prove that? I need to see a pay stub. I don't yeah. need to see a check for 800 here, 1600 here. You know, that doesn't work for me. Right. Yeah. So, so somebody who doesn't value those things that doesn't care if they get a loan for a car, doesn't care about getting a, a new apartment or maybe even getting a mortgage. Guess what? They love it. 
Yeah. But what type <laughs> of quality, what type of people are you trying to bring into the business? Right. Right. Got to make the bet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Grass Absolutely. is greener over here. You've got to be a company that has those standards and those values to attract those, those types of guys. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So that, let's, that would, that would only help with the brand too, right? <laughs> that, well, I'm sorry. Say it again. That, that would really only kind of help with the brand as well. I mean, I guess. Of course I would actually, I, I actually advocate that to my uh, customers that we do everything by the book. We yeah. have a payroll company. Our guys are W2 employees. We're not subcontracting them and writing checks. So right. I'm crushing you in the estimate. You know, yeah. if a customer asks you that question, Hey, are you, are you guys W2? You're going to have to say, Oh, well, kind of, you know, and, that's, that's the issue that you're going to run into. You got to remember. And, and part of this breakthrough is just to give you a perspective. I'm not bashing the way you've been doing things. For sure. I just want you to look at things a little bit differently and maybe improve some of these areas so you can grow. So mm -hmm. Eric can start sending you more leads and you can take them on. Cause I know yeah. that sometimes mm -hmm. there, you got to say, Hey, we're about a month out, right? Well, about four months out. Easy. About four months out. That's not a good thing. No, that's actually, that's, that's a production problem. That's, that yeah. doesn't make customers feel good about you. Okay. That actually makes customers who had a high emotional intensity of getting excited about a job. Guess mm -hmm. what? It declines as things happen in their life. And guess what? When month four comes around, they're like, you know, they're not as excited. There's usually right. about a month window, man. Once you exceed past that month, then you start running into issues. Right. So, Part of the reason why we want production is to offset some of that time lapse. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's Absolutely. talk about, I want to talk about legitimizing your payroll structure. And I want to tell you about what my company does. Is that okay? Absolutely. Awesome. So we have a, a pretty much a self-serve payroll company called Gusto. Okay. Really there's a bunch of them out there. Um, mm -hmm. Gusto is the best in my opinion, because number one, it's super affordable, super user-friendly. There's administrating uh, companies, um, I'll name them paychecks, ADP. You've probably heard of these, right? Oh yeah. Okay. So the, really the only difference is they assign you an individual that will be like, Hey, you know, you know, this, 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 and this, whatever, you're going to pay premium dollar for that for no reason. Cause I did it. I didn't find much value in it. Then I went to gusto and I was able to actually do it myself. Okay. okay. I want to ask you, there's a reason you haven't explored this. So I want to kind of see if there's anything stopping you or maybe any, any questions you have before I go any further. Um, no, um, not anything really stopping me. Um, like I said, I mean, just when, um, when I first started my company, I mean, I just, um, sorry, um, just kind of just started as a cash guy. I mean, I kind of actually okay. went out on my own before I was actually even licensed essentially gotcha. uh, when I was a foreman for my other company. It's just, just kind of okay. led on, you know, for the past uh, two and a half, three years now. Great. So, so that's, that's fine. But at some point we have to make the transition and the longer you're in business, the harder it is to make that transition. Essentially you've built a skyscraper and you got to go back down to the foundation. Yeah. That's a hard thing to do. Didn't have okay. my ducks in a row. <laughs> no. And that's all right. So like we got to go back, right? So essentially the hardest thing that you're going to have to do is transition these individuals that are working for you to say, Hey, guess what? From now on taxes are going to be taken out. Yeah. You know? And it's a matter of, are you, willing to actually do that and you might be thinking wow my guy might not like that because he's getting a certain amount of money and that's going to cut his take-home pay but yeah. you got to be a salesman and you got to say hey listen as much as it's nice to get pre-tax money number one you're going to owe it at the end of the year and you're going to get crushed if you don't save it 
Number right. two, you can't get a mortgage. You can't get an apartment. You can't get a car. Okay. Number three, we're trying to legitimize the company. What do you want? I mean, really, I can't do this anymore. So, and you got to be willing to let that individual go if he's, no, I don't want to do it because you got to keep the standards in line. Right. You know, right. that's just part of being a, a top dog business owner who doesn't care about money right now, cares more about the system and knows that the money will come if the system's right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So the next step would be signing up with Gusto or you can go with paychecks ADP. And if you just want to have someone do it, I just like self-serve. So what I do is essentially I go in every week uh, for my hourly guys. I put in all their hours every single week for my um, piecework, piece rate guys. Okay. These are guys that do a job, get a certain amount. I'm able to, what's that? Like, like by the square foot. By the square foot or by the job, I'll say, okay, I get to put in gross amount and it calculates the taxes. So if I pay someone, if I need to pay someone a thousand dollars for doing a job, I put in the gross amount, takes off the taxes, done. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the big piece that you're missing, especially in remodeling, okay, you can get in, you can get waxed, dude, is workers comp. Yeah. It's workers oh, yeah. comp. Okay. And I assume you're not paying for it right now. Uh, no, not right now. Okay. Because usually workers' comp is um, it, it ties into payroll. So whatever you pay somebody, it's pay per pay as you go. And the amount of money that workers' comp is owed is usually in relation to how much you pay them. So with Gusto, they facilitate it for you. They'll calculate how much you have to pay in workers' comp for that individual and bundle it together and take it out of your bank account. Now you have workers' comp. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, here in Washington, we, have, we actually pay it quarterly at the end of every quarter. You don't, well, you can. But, but, it's I'm still sorry. actually pay as you go, no matter what. Right. It doesn't have to be quarterly. It's it's the same thing. If you go with Gusto, I think that they and, and pay as you go is better, in my opinion. You oh know, well, yeah, that way it's not like three thousand dollars at the end of right. Like <laughs> it's just boom, 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 boom. It's, yeah. It's pretty straightforward. So good news is that's a deduction. Payroll costs are a deduction. Employer taxes, um, mm -hmm. you know, all the above. Um, so payroll. We're almost out of this. I just kind of want to give you the idea of going back to that sales process of, of recruiting someone that's solid, right? Right. Okay. So when I go to an individual who is at a point where they are, you know, being recruited by me, they're an individual that I, I'm interested in because of the type of person they are. I want to say, Hey, guess what, man, we do everything by the book. You're going to get a pay stub every week. You, you know, we, we make sure taxes are taken out. We have workers comp. Okay. Those three things right there. I always get, Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Isn't that sad? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I guess the bar set kind of low. Oh, huh? wow. Really? I mean, that, that to me is pretty sad, right? But yeah. guess what? Guess what? Not only is it attractive, okay, when it's, it's something that's valued when they have it. So what does right. that mean? That they value the job greater than the guy who's just sporadically writing checks every now and then. And, yeah. the, and, the, and the beauty of it is, is that I'm able to give them predictability. You have to understand that employees want two things, okay? They want security, that's number one, and they want predictability, right. okay? They want to know that they're getting paid and they want to know when they're getting paid. Right. And if you're writing checks randomly, are you doing it every Friday or every other week? Yeah, How I do, do I you do it every Friday? Every Friday, so that you've created predictability, but that doesn't have, you're, you're missing the security. And mm -hmm. the security is knowing that, Taxes are being taken out. They're, they're, in, they're secure in that position, right? right? So all that I'm trying to do here is show you that right now the grass isn't greener. You can sure. attract people. I mean, yeah, you can pay someone as much as you want, get people. But we mm -hmm. want 
people that take ownership in what they do. And that's yeah. going to separate you. Okay. Absolutely. So I want to kind of pause here, man, and really just give you the ball, Eric, see if you guys want to chime in. Do you have any questions on, on that or any feedback? I mean, no, I mean, it, make, it makes perfect sense. I mean, like I said, from, from the, from like, like that separate kind of uh, different perspective. I mean, I guess that, I mean, I guess when, when I was, uh, you know, working for other people and, and, and there were certain things that kind of mattered to me and other things that really didn't. Um, like when I like when I went for like a job interview, like I would always ask them, like, do you have room for advancement? Like, what's your foreman like? Like, who's who's going to be working above me? Who's going to be working below me? But I mean, I guess I never really kind of thought about how, um, I guess that 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 future, you know, like you said, like getting alone or getting like, yeah. I mean, there's, 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 there's certain things that I guess just never really kind of crossed my mind. Well, what um, we do is like essentially just put ourselves in the shoes of the individual, right? And you know. Do you want people that are just, you know, if you dangle a carrot in front of them, they leave. Do you know how many people have stayed with me that have gotten offered more money, but really? stayed? Well, what else is hard to find? That's, that's, that, that's, that's, that's right. pretty difficult. But, yeah. well, um, it's not that I pay low, but I obviously, you know, a couple more dollars offered by a competitor, you know, in a paint store or wherever. They're right. like, no way, dude. You know, I love <laughs> it over there. You know, I mean, right. it's not about the money. And part of your recruiting is to, to build those relationships that are greater than money. Now that's recruiting, but how you are as a boss, that's a different topic. You know, I would say that empathy is the greatest thing that you can give an individual and appreciation. Both of those yeah. are free. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, those I, mean, two things. I, mean, I always build my guys up. I mean, I mean, right. really as much as I can. Yeah. Um, I'm so, all about kind of like a positive work environment and, love and, so you have so, done, so, right? so you have paradise on mm -hmm. the job, but unfortunately, they no one knows that, and you're not creating a good entrance to paradise, right? I mean, you're like right. on an island that no one can get to, <laughs> and it's a great island. You guys have fun there. Yeah, you're a good boss, you know, good leader on the island. But to the out onlookers, it's kind of like, eh. You know, it's nothing, you know, we want to create that experience of like, Hey, if you come and work for this company, this is how it's going to go. So giving, given, given that the experience that people get with me is they onboard themselves onto Gusto. So they have this whole payroll platform that they add their information and they can log in, see their pay stubs. They get direct deposit every week mm -hmm. as a painter who got hired for a painting company. That's a different world you know, right. and it's unfortunate, but that's the case. And I make sure that they know, Hey man, just so you know, with pay stubs, you'll be able to get a loan for a new car. Hey man, just so you know, you'll be able to get a loan later on for a house. You'll be able to prove your income. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes you have to financially educate some of the individuals that work with us. Um, right. and I'm the type of guy that says you got to have their best interest in mind. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know you're a business owner. You're pretty smart. Not everyone has that acumen. Right. So we try to build them up in that way. Um, so what does your hiring process look like now? What are you, what do you do? If I said, Hey man, I need you to hire someone right now. If we just stopped what we were doing and Eric and I just sat here and watched you do what you would do. What would we see you do? If I said you have one hour to attract somebody and do an interview. I mean, kind of like what I was talking with Eric before is man, I've really haven't terribly even really exhausted all possibilities really just kind of stayed within like my contractor network and really just like 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 my friends network so what you see me do is just get on my phone real quick and start going okay. through my contacts list <laughs> how has that worked for you when it came to finding jobs when it came 
never done that before. China, never China, done China, that. And, and would you do that? No. <laughs> Why? Why wouldn't you do that? Well, to be honest, well, really, because um, jobs have just kind of found me, I guess, in a sense. Yeah, but, but not not so much because Eric's out there finding work for you in terms of leads. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so he, Eric, what he did was he got your name out there, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. People now know who you are. Mm-hmm. He put some fancy words. He built trust online. People said, I want them to contact me. Okay. Yeah. You get information, right? Yeah. Now the approach that you're taking with hiring and you did before this conversation was I'm going to ask around and get random results. Eric's giving you targeted results. Yeah. Approach before was random results. Random results gives you exactly that. I mean, random, random outreach. Yeah. Random outreach gives you random results. Like if Eric was just targeting, um, everybody right he's probably targeting an age group of 40 to 65 he's probably mm-hmm. targeting individuals within a certain radius what if eric was just like yeah we're just going to shoot it out there to the united states see what happens <laughs> be the traveling be like, <laughs> yeah like it would be crazy so the purpose of this is to dial in number one a process like everything in business has a process that's why i started this conversation to help you see that you need to build a franchise so right. when you hand the keys to somebody, you say, okay, cool. Eric does marketing for us. He's going to, you're going to spend X amount per month on marketing. You're going to do this many estimates. It's going to give you, it should yield you this much of a, of a profit at the end of, you know, all of our expenses. Right. Hypothetical. Hey, when we hire people, this is what we do. We put ads here, 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 and here. We should get about 25 applicants. If we spend this much money, we should do 10 interviews. Those 10 interviews should give us five potential applicants we need to sit down and review them they need to get a working interview and then we'll funnel it all the way down to two right yeah you know what i'm saying everything has a system so let me tell you my system just to give you some insight okay so i was in a position where three guys had to go on friday two got fired one it was his last day he put in his two-week notice okay so my my thing was i did not expect to fire two individuals our schedule is booked to the moon i was I was in the weeds all weekend. I'm like, I need to hire. I need to hire. Remember what I said? I got to get back up to my par. My right. par is two crews of four. Okay. I did no relaxing this weekend. I literally looked through over a hundred applicants, made over 40 calls. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did, did 10 phone interviews. Okay. Yeah. Narrowed it down to two, did two in-person zoom interviews. And right. both of those individuals are starting today. I just met them and okay. now they're working with my crews. There you go. <laughs> but what wow. did I do? But what did I do? I had a system. So here's what I did. I put out an ad on Indeed. Okay. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Right. Put out an ad on Facebook. Put out okay. an ad on Craigslist. Okay. So what did I do? I put it out on these areas like Eric does for you. Okay. Uh-huh. And then I funnel them into one area, a form that they fill out. Now yeah. I have all the information there. Now I can reach out to them and do my job of acquiring Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Spend money on it. Get the lead, get, get like a lead. You get a lead, get an yeah. applicant. Okay. Yeah. Eric, what do you think about that strategy, man? You think yeah, it's I good? love it. Yeah. Me and me and Austin have actually talked before about, cause we've run some recruiting ads in the past um, right. for, you know, general labor and also, you know, poaching guys that have specific skills. Like we we've done that. Um, and we talked with Austin a little bit about doing it, but the reason I think this conversation um, at least, it feels like from my end is super valuable is that whole creating the process, creating the system. What does 
cool. You got these applicants. Cool. You got these, these leads for people that want to work with you. Now what? Yeah. Let's dive in. Cause now, now it's part two because we have the individual, right? Austin, let me ask you, let's say you get that applicant, right? What is your next step? I'm sorry. Like, what do you mean? Like, so let's say you get that applicant and let's say you, you, they, they reach out to you or you reach out to them. You, you, what do you do now? Like you have the information of somebody who's interested in working with you. You, you looked at their resume. What's next? Uh, put them on, put them on the job site and see how they do. So that's a major issue because okay. reality of the situation is you wouldn't bring someone into your home. You've never met. Why would you bring somebody into someone else's home you've never met based off of just looking at a resume uh, okay maybe okay i then, then meet up with them and try meet to get up with them right them. so yeah. that's okay because here's the yeah. thing remember applicants this is a filtering out process right it's mm-hmm. like dating you wouldn't speed date and then marry somebody i see hiring like you are you are making a relational commitment to an individual right. you're right. responsible for all the stuff they got going on in their life it's going to affect you you know yeah. you're responsible i mean these are things that you've got to take very seriously because it, it could go it could go one of two ways poor applicants can either enslave you or great applicants can free you yeah. okay yeah. i'm here free my guys are working. I'm cool. I don't have anything to worry about. Great people working for the company who I don't have to babysit. Okay. Right. Here's the process. Okay. Starts with acquiring the individual. So the ad has to speak to certain people. Okay. You don't just say, Hey, I'm looking for somebody with remodeling experience. No, right. our, our, here's what we want to focus on. We want to focus on 75% personality, 25% skill. Okay. Yeah. If they have 50-50, okay, they're a unicorn. And the question okay. is, why are they unemployed? That, to be honest with you, whenever someone comes to me, it's like, yeah, my buddy's like looking for work. I'm like, why is, does he not have a job? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, he's great. He's great at what he does. And he's a great person. That's a unicorn. All right. But we can't really expect to find them all the time. So we need to just find some caballos, man. Just some horses. Right. right? You yeah. know, 75% personality, 25% mm-hmm. skill, skill can be taught. Personality can't. Right? I, I, I 100% agree. Character 100% can't agree. be taught. Don't try yeah. to teach it. You can't change it. You can, you can, you know, highlight character and you can build on top of character that already exists. Absolutely. But guess no, what? I, I only hire guys that like, I want to have represent me, you know, Love it. That, right. that and it's I'm a okay challenge being in the, and being in right. the, you know, my client's household by themselves. Love I don't it. worry about them stealing anything. I mean, That's, I, I, yeah. I mean, that all falls on you. So you've got to be a, a, a recruiter of not only talent, but personality. So how That's do we good. do that? They go through checks and balances, right? Like anything in business, you've got to have a system. So the first right. step would be in-person interview or excuse yeah. me, on phone interview, excuse me phone interview. And you got to be structured, Austin. I mean, I'm talking about when you get an app, let's say an applicant comes in on Indeed, you need to have a pre-written message that says, Hey, this is Austin. I just wanted to reach out to you. We received your application. We'd like to invite you to the next stage in our hiring process, a brief five to 10 minute phone interview. Please let us know some available times and the best phone number to reach you. Structure. Even if you're working by yourself, you want to make it seem like your business is worth attaining as opposed to settling for. Right, okay? right. We don't want to have to settle to work with your company. Like, ah, I guess I'll work with them. Right, right. That's not the vibe that you want to give off. You want to give sure. off like, honey, I got a job working with Austin at, you know, West Building Company. 
Mm-hmm. Like we want that to be a dinner night, not a, right. Eh, you know, right. that's what right. we want. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> we want, we want dinner. We want to go out to eat because we got the job, not the other way around. Cost to celebrate, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Give people a reason to celebrate getting the accomplishment of getting hired by you. Right. right? And right. when you do that, again, the harder something is to attain, the greater somebody will value the attainment. Oh, sure. You understand? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Right. So, but if we're just saying, Hey, uh, if you're free tomorrow, hop on the, you know, hop, come on in. Right. Yeah. What's easy to attain will be easy to leave and let go. Yeah. Right? It's like, so that's it, man. you know, yeah. so, so, um, let's dive in real quick. I know, I know we're going here, but I want to wrap this up. So the, the process needs to be structured. So we have that message that goes out. Okay, great. Hey, I could do it this date. Cool. Make that phone call. Have, have some questions written down. Don't just, yeah. you know, be structured. Hey man, this is going to be a five to 10 minute phone interview. We're canvassing for some individuals to join our high-end residential remodeling company. We want motivated individuals. So I'm going to start off with a couple questions that have absolutely nothing to do with work. I'm more concerned about what motivates you. Start mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Oh, well, um, yeah, I'm just in between jobs right now. Is that your person? No, 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 no. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I just, I just like to work. I mean, it'd be a good idea to get a job. Is that your person? And no. <laughs> All right. So what if he's like, yeah, I mean, we just moved here. Um, I, I have a new baby. I'm looking for a, a place to grow in, you know, um, you know, I, I'm really just trying to find a place to plant my root, roots in and, and grow with a company. I'm just looking for an opportunity. Is that your person? Absolutely. One question. We already have momentum in the right direction. Right. If the question right. is if the answer is anything other than that, End the conversation. Wait, you're wasting your time. Okay. Yeah. That's the one question. Go from there. Make up your own questions about the work knowledge that you want from that point. But start off, hey man, I just, you know, we don't really just want people that just care about money, man. What's motivating you? Right, right, right. Right people will answer that question the right way. Okay. Yeah. That's your phone interview. Okay. Yeah. So great, man. Hey, I really enjoyed this phone interview. Let's move on to the next stage. Stage number three. Stage number one was applying. Stage number two was phone interview. Stage number three is in-person interview. Let's move on to stage three. Stage three is I will meet you at a local Starbucks. I'll meet you at a local, you know, outside seating or whatever. And we're going to sit down and get to know each other a little bit. See if you're a good fit for us. Yeah. Stage three. As you're sitting down, now you're going to talk, don't talk about pay on the phone. Now you're going to talk about pay. Now you're going to talk about opportunity. Now you're going to motivate them that the grass is greener. Now you're going to do those things that we discussed earlier and they get to meet you. They get to shake your hand. They get to see how you're presented and what your personality is like. You get to see how they interact, right? Process stage four. Hey man, this was awesome. I think we want to give you a shot. So here's how we do it. Uh, We actually do a one week working interview. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then from there, we'll assess on Friday to see if you're a good fit for us. Okay. Okay. And then from there, there's a 30 day probation period to make sure that all things are, you know, (laughs) there's always the two week rule with starting somebody new. I mean, I mean, I've had guys come in and crush it for the, for two weeks, but then there's the complacency period. And yeah. So, so, but but the the thing about it is, is just structure Mm -hmm. and outline. Now, if you were a franchise and let's say you had a whole corporate office behind you, right. And mm-hmm. you moved into your town and city, these processes would be no question. It wouldn't be right. like, yeah, that's a good idea. It'd be like, no, because the system was already proven. Right. It's already proven. And if you deviate from that system, you're compromising the integrity of the pre written rules of how this company is supposed to run. Right. 
And that is how you attract and acquire quality help. Anything outside of what I told you, unless I'm missing something because I've been doing it, is going to lead you astray. Right. To where I am now. <laughs> well, it's just because there wasn't a system there that produced right, right. consistent results. A system does one thing for you. It produces a consistent result. You can have bad systems. And unfortunately, right now, you're just operating with a system that isn't as effective as the one I'm giving you. For you sure. know, so for sure. I would start with the payroll company, get something that makes people feel like the grass is greener. Talk right. to your guys, say, look, we're going on payroll now. If they don't like it, take a break and find individuals that will. I think there's one more piece here that I want to discuss before we, we, we seize this. And I want to make sure you don't have any questions, but if you do, go ahead. No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Is this helpful? Absolutely. It makes perfect cool, sense. Man. Awesome. Yeah. So my, my last part of this is expectations of individuals. Okay. I know that I can go out there and teach people how to paint houses. Okay. Right. That's easy, right? I mean, homeowners yeah. do it. So I can teach, Hey man, just roll this wall. I'd expect them to get good at cutting in. Yeah. Expert level would be, Hey, in about three weeks, I want you to learn how to spray and prep doors and do expert level tasks. It's all within one scope. Major issue that you have right now is that you take on all sorts of different things. So tell me about how that affects your hiring, because you might take a bathroom remodel one day. You might take an outside remodel the next day right. with that. What happens? We create high expectations for individuals when they might not be skilled in all those areas. So what's been your experience with that? So that is kind of the tough part. I mean, like the, the, the guy that's working for me now, he's kind of like that, you know, that all-star. He came from, he was a, he was a maintenance guy at, a, at an apartment okay. complex where it's kind of the same deal. I mean, he, he does drywall. He does, he can wire in a water heater. He can do, you know, other minor electrical and some plumbing stuff. Um, so um, as far as finding those guys, it, it, it is possible. But it's um, hard though. Isn't it? it is hard, but I mean, one of the, one of the reasons why I kind of actually enjoy my job and my, why I love my career is that it is something different from day to day. Um, That's great. We, and I, I want to stop you there and I can sure. appreciate you saying that, that you yeah. love it, but we're building a business and you Absolutely. shouldn't be working. Okay. And mm -hmm. the reality is you can do what you love when your business is running itself and making money. Right. And you can go back to enjoying doing random things yourself, or if you want to hire a sure. handyman to do all these random things, we got sure. to create a system. And the reality right. of the situation is your labor pool is a pond. The mine's a freaking ocean. Right. Okay? Yeah, so it's very true. So that's the reality true. even. I've already thought about this. <laughs> so, I mean, trying to specialize into something because I mean, to, to, I guess it even touch on, on top of the whole hiring process, even like streamlining your estimates, you get a good like square footage number and you come up with an estimate in like 30 seconds. Right. As opposed to you know, some, some estimates for me take, you know, 45 minutes, hour and a half or so. Um, yeah, so you're right. I mean, you know, that it's true and it's like, that's only up to you. But the good right. news is, is that the reason why many people can't do it is because their marketing isn't consistent. You got Eric here and yeah. you can say, Hey man, I only want these types of jobs. Right. And Eric can deliver you those types of jobs. Right. right. Many right. people don't have that confidence because they try to do the marketing themselves. Eric, mm -hmm. right. Am I speaking? Am I lying? No, you're, you're speaking perfectly, man. You're speaking. Right, cool. I'm just checking, man. Making sure. I'm <laughs> So they try to do the marketing themselves and they don't know how to target who they want. So they take everything by default, creates right. resentment by the employees because it's hard to quantify different jobs. Okay. Hey, I need you to do a bathroom remodel today. Well, you're still paying me the same hourly wage you did when I stained that deck. It's different, right? <laughs> right. 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 So 
So that creates resentment. That makes people want to look elsewhere. So I think that my approach would be, if I were in your shoes, would be to pick three things that you do for the next year. Perfect the system. Yeah. Three things. Yeah. I mean, don't extend outside of three things. There's enough kitchens. There's enough bathrooms. There's enough outside remodeling that needs to be done in all of your area. It's just a matter of you being ready for those. Because the reality is if you stop taking all the other things, you'll have room to take on the things that you really want to do and can systemize. And, and, going, and going back to, I mean, since, since Eric's kind of come on board with me, I mean, that's kind of actually, because there's so much leads coming in, I'm actually kind of learning the, you know, the, the very important word of no. <laughs> Beautiful word. You know, it really is. It's it's short and sweet. But it's, it's, it's Oh, no, absolutely. But before. So what are those three things, though, that you would say create, you don't need expert level skill to do, but are profitable for you and you could you can narrow niche down on what are those three things i'm just curious if you even have three things that you would no, absolutely absolutely uh patio covers would probably be number one um okay. i mean because i mean i think it's because the first ad had a beautiful picture of a patio cover on it like i've done okay. like five patio what's covers a patio there. what's a patio cover a patio cover is just like an a-frame or a shed style oh, okay aluminum of, like over top of like an outdoor porch or something Love it. so yeah. patio cover okay what's the next one uh next one would be kitchen and bathroom models beautiful and then yeah, the well, I, probably, I see uh, them i see them as two but you but that's fine it, well it's kind of the same process for both of them though okay i mean you have to move around plumbing add some add some cabinets take some cabinets away reface some Love cabinets that. yeah perfect and then what's um, the third one uh probably painting actually cool and yeah. they fall kind of within the same scope so i'd be honest with you um you know looking at looking at this granularly you could take my advice or you could say this guy is crazy hopefully now i build a little trust with you i'm just gonna give <laughs> I'm going to just give you, give you what I got. You should get rid of patio covers and you should focus on kitchen and bathroom remodeling with painting as a, as a, as a rider on the right side. And I know you That's might think, well, I love patio covers. They're fun to do. Remember, we just need to attract individuals and say, Hey, you need to do this right? and this, get right. that system right. And right. then you could do your patio covers when you have a two crews of two that just yeah. do kitchen and bath remodels. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. And they happen to paint them when they're done. Right. <laughs> you know, and then if you want to go out and do patio covers to scratch the itch, you go out and do the patio covers, you know, or hire a crew later on, but you just want to perfect one system first. No doubt. Well, I mean, that's actually a really good point. I mean, again, from another perspective, because what goes involved into a patio cover is framing, roof system, roofing. Well, not only that, you need, what do you need? Per you need permits, don't you? You need permits? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You need permits. That delays. You don't need a permit to do a kitchen remodel, usually, unless you're breaking something can uh structurally right yeah. so so that's a that's a business to be systemized immediately and the uh the marketing for that's pretty easy right uh cost per lead eric yeah i mean our different conversation but our process is pretty unique where we're filtering out a lot of the junk too so okay but yeah i mean more than 70 percent of our clients are specifically so to, just kitchen and bath. to put this into action would you be able to deliver austin nothing but bathroom and kitchen oh, yeah. remodeling Absolutely. Like with right your eyes, probably with your eyes closed, right? Yeah, I mean, right now, I think we're focused on kitchen. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, so I just wanted to give you that plan of action, man. I know that you probably have all sorts of jobs lined up months down the road. To be yeah. honest with you, I'm the type of person that takes massive action, even if it makes me look bad. Right. You're going to be in this hole for four more months until you tell everybody that you can't do it. That's going to be hard. Yeah. But I would, I would consider it. I would say, look, we're re, we're re, redoing our whole business. And right now we just can't get to you. It's going to be too far out. 
come yeah. from your heart. People will understand. They'll appreciate the honesty and say, Absolutely. you know, very return to deposits and just niche down first. Cause right now your system's all over the place and you're going to be in four months. You're going to be in the same spot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I know something's got changed. <laughs> That's what I mean by earlier when we first started. I mean, I hit that proverbial wall. It's just kind of like, don't, yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I actually tried to do this with epoxy, right? I, I was in the same position. I wanted to say yes to everybody. I took epoxy. Yeah. I had about four or five epoxy jobs lined up. I bought this new product from Michigan. They sent it to me. It was 100% solids epoxy. I never used it, but they had this YouTube video with this girl on there. It's mother doing it. Like, you know, like not even a painter. She's in sandals. They made it just look so easy, man. So I thought I can do it. I get there. I ruined this guy's garage floor. Meanwhile, I have exterior house painting jobs happening at the same time. I was doing the jobs and leaving to do a part of the epoxy and then I go back and let it dry and then come back to the clear coat. I ruined the garage floor. It messed up my whole system. And then I had to call everyone and say, you know what? Unfortunately, we just can't honor our agreement. We're going to return your deposit. And from there, I never took anything again. I just right. house painting. Right. I'm very happy. So yeah. that's a, you know, I'm coming from you from a position of I've done it and right. I know it's, it, I know what, it, I know it sucks at first, but you got to set that trajectory in the right sure. direction. Sure. Absolutely. I think we'll close out, man. I, I hope this was a uh, helpful for you. Oh, I, I know for sure. I mean, I, I like, like, like kind of the common denominator throughout this entire conversation. Like I said, I'm just offering a completely different perspective of, of uh, the, the, the way I was thinking before, you know, Absolutely, man. yeah, yeah that, that was my goal. So thank you for your time, guys. I appreciate it. And uh, maybe we'll jump on in, in a month or two to see, uh, see some progress. Absolutely. That'd be great. Absolutely. Thanks, appreciate it a lot, Tanner. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Thank Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach, and I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email. Find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.